Welcome to the Vantage Performance Podcast. I'm Phil Dobby. Now today, if your business is undergoing difficulty and you're failing to meet your commitments with your bank, there's every likelihood that your account is going to be switched from your regular manager to a workout banker. So how does that change the relationship? Today, we look at how to deal with a workout banker by understanding the way they work from someone who has been one. That's today on the Vantage Performance Podcast. Now, Matt Jesse is part of the Vantage Performance team. He's client director, but he's also been a workout banker, part of his quarter century of experience in the turnaround industry. So he's seen it all from all sides. So he's particularly well-placed to talk us through that relationship between a business in trouble and the workout banker. And Matt, I guess when you find yourself in a turnaround situation and you find yourself working uh, with a workout banker, it's important to know what motivates them. What are they looking for from you? So... What kind of relationship should it be? Because I'm figuring that for a lot of business managers, they'd see it almost like a disciplinary action from the bank, and they're going to be reluctant to give away too much. But I suspect that's not a healthy way to look look at all of this. No, it's it's not. In fact, the um, the reason for it that banks will transfer files into the workout area is because the files need more attention that the order that an ordinary banker is able to give. And so it's not it's not meant to be a disciplinary. It's it's a sign of concern certainly, but also the bank does want to give the customer an appropriate level of attention and in and around how can the bank help them overcome their current position and find the best outcome for both the bank and the customer. And imagine if you if you if you go in with that that thinking right at the beginning that you know this is a this is like a joint operation. Uh, trust is going to be the key thing. You want to win over uh, the, the the person you're working with that they can trust you, and you you want to do that early on because obviously first impressions count for anything. And I'd imagine also the workout banker wants you to be the easiest client they've got, so that it's one they can worry about less. Uh, trust is is a very important um, element in in the relationship because invariably it's going to take a while for the circumstances to improve and for the business to to uh, get better. Um, if that trust can be built by being open and honest about the concerns that both parties have, you know, including the customers that are you just, am I in here just to be, you know, have an appointment made over the top of me? Are you just going to enforce? You know, they're, they're valid questions and queries for a customer to raise with the workout banker as to what's the bank's attitude and what's the bank's concerns. So that's a fair enough first question to ask the bank then, is it? That, um, look, are you really, really trying to solve this problem or are you just looking for a way to foreclose on us? Yeah, absolutely, because um, on, on both sides of the fence, um, you know, the customers could be in a variety of positions where they maybe had enough. Do they want to bat on? Are they looking for an exit um, sort of thing? Would that be a sale of some kind or a managed shutdown? And similarly mm. for the bank, depending on the relationship, because sometimes when customers do come into the workout areas, the, the relationship may be strained because they've been, there's been a level of distress for some time. That can be a factor. And if there's been an element of mistrust between the bank and the customer, yeah. Yeah, that can make it very difficult to um, try and progress um, the matter. Right. So a bit of plain speaking we're saying really then, isn't it, at the beginning? So you're also winning a bit of trust and understanding uh, what everyone's expectations are. Could that, can that buy you a bit, a bit of time? Yeah, very much so. And the banks uh, have been for quite a long period of time and certainly when I was, was in the bank, um, we would always and I would always try and find um, a solution and try and give the customer time to fix the problems that, that are going on and, and find that solution. The difficulty is that um, 
giving that time is an excuse to do nothing. Something has to be done. There are, you know, two or three big changes that will need to be made in the business uh, in order to uh, affect a turnaround and have the customer move back to the front end of the bank and for the business to improve. And I guess if you show that you have got a plan, that's the opportunity to say, well, okay, this is a plan, it needs more time. The, 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 the smarter the plan or the more detailed the plan, perhaps you can buy yourself a bit more time if, uh, if you show that there's, uh, there's real measurable points along the way. Yeah, if, if the strategy that the customer has or is developing and they've got advisors to help them do that, if that's got you know sound foundations to it, assumptions, which appear achievable, then the bank will try and work with the customer to have that plan executed. And there's a variety of things that banks um, can do if they're minded to in order to support a customer. That can be you know, paying wages on short notice if there's a temporary excess required on the account, uh, extending facilities for a period of time. Sometimes they'll give interest-only repayment periods just to support the cash flow. And so there's a range of things that they will do to help customers if there's trust and a credible plan in place. Right, and that, and that plan isn't going to come uh, from within. You really need to have some external Execute advice on. on this, don't you? Having some advisors um, in there can be very important. Uh, you know, the accountant is an important party in helping the business understand where it's at. Uh, but invariably, a turnaround advisor or someone with specialist skills in this area is normally needed. Um, just using your ordinary tax accountant or general accountant try and execute a turnaround plan or a restructure of a business is not likely to work because the skill set is quite different and quite specialist. Yeah. The other thing that becomes important is to have an honest um, stakeholder involved in the process because um, if there's been a long relationship and it's become a bit tested because it's been stressful for a while, having someone new involved who's got no prior history and bring a fresh perspective to the situation can be very important, which is why having an external advisor in place, a turnaround consultant, um, who can fulfil that role, it's got a good reputation and can speak honestly um, with both the bank and the customer, both in private and in meetings, and try and find that middle ground and help people recognise the pros and cons um, and where you know there might be some shared sacrifice or some you know a little bit of changes along the way in order to achieve the best outcome. So when you're talking about shared sacrifice, you're talking about things like, for example, senior managers going without pay for a while so that uh, they're feeling the hurt as much as the bank. There, there can be a range of things, and that's certainly one of them. If if some salaries are out of, out of kilter or the directors um, are drawing too much out of the business, that has to be scaled back more more in line with you know sort of more reasonable living expenses. They, they've got to live and they've got a family as well. But it also involves maybe sale of non-core assets, surplus equipment, um, mm. those sorts of things uh, in order to inject capital back into the business to either reduce debt and or pay working capital. And that's part of the discussion with the bank yeah, so, around that. So on that, I mean, are there some specific metrics that you'd be looking for as a, as a workout banker on the, on the finances, sort of a few early goals you'd like to achieve? Well, when, when you're trying to get some early goals, it, it's normally around – if you've got surplus assets to um, get those moving in, in a credible sale program so you can achieve market value for that. The bank, if it's secured to them, they will almost always want a, a fair proportion of the proceeds, but they will release proceeds into the business to be used for working capital if that's part of the overall strategy and it will underpin the success of that happening. So 
um, they'll certainly do that uh, along the way. So what about the risks here then? I guess they need to be spelt out fairly early on as well because no plan is foolproof, uh, particularly when you're in a, you know, in a delicate situation, which you almost certainly are. Uh, th- there's going to be the question that everyone's asking, the bank particularly, you know, what if this doesn't happen? They'll try and look for ways to mitigate that because that is something which they're, they're quite cognizant on. Banks are very sensitive, as I think most people would be aware, to the negative fallout that can occur when you close down a business, not just on the owners of the business, the directors, but also on employees, uh, customers and counterparties uh, where a business fails. And uh, they're, they're all intrinsic considerations which the bank will take into account. But that has to be put in the context of the overall position and what is the better outcome because sometimes business ceasing to operate and a sell down of assets may be the better outcome if there can't be a successful turnaround. So it all be, it is all based on just how realistic your aspirations are right at the very beginning. And I guess this is this is a time, isn't it? It's like a massive reality check for everyone concerned, this whole process. It's a very big reality check because once um, – a f- a customer finds themselves moved into the workout area of the bank, I think it then becomes apparent to them that the bank is starting to draw a bit of a line in the sand. You know, they're they're being taken away from having primary contact with their day-to-day banker and they're being moved into another section, which they've probably had never any contact with before in their business career. Um, They sort of have to start the relationship again. And the, the bankers in these areas are fairly direct because they need to be because of, the urgency for directors to understand their position and get working on a, a turnaround plan. And so the, all those things um, can be quite shocking uh, for directors. And the way that they would obtain uh, further approvals for, for changes in uh, their finances and facilities uh, is quite detailed and it's a different discussion that goes on um, to what they would be used to in terms of a, a, a stated process at a bank because there's a lot more judgment that's used uh, in the workout areas to how those clients or customers will be managed. On the positive side, I guess, you're going to come out of this, if you do come out of it at the other end, um, and, I, and I guess that's another question, which is a, how long is a piece of string question? I mean, what's the, what's the, what's the likely success rate for companies going into that? We'll uh, to tackle that one as well. But I mean, the point I was going to make was if you come out of the other end, you're presumably going to be stronger than you went into it. Uh, something clearly went wrong. You will have identified what went wrong and you will have found an answer to it. So that makes the company so much stronger at the end of this process. The... Um the, the process of being managed in the workout area really does drive directors to face all the challenges and the issues they've got in their business and find ways to fix those. And as they continue to manage that and correct those issues, the business and their themselves, they do become stronger and better at being managers. So at the end of the day, if, if you come out, then certainly directors are a lot more wiser about the risks that they face. And they're better managers as a result of it. But what what is the what is the success rate though? Is it? I mean, are we? Is it better than not, or uh, or, or is it? You know, are you, are you fighting an upward battle on this? Look, that's that's a very difficult question to ask because as it, as across various banks and parts of the economy, the success rate can be quite varied, uh, and there's a lot of factors in there. Really, the the key to success is early intervention and action and advice. So, if a customer is you know, having conversations with their banker and the banker's expression concern around the finances in the business and the business performance, then customers should really be taking that as a warning sign to take a step back and have a look at their business and get advice early and 
to address those issues as soon as they can while they've got more capacity within the business to fix those issues because if they leave it very late, what happens is they run down their working capital, they end up increasing their debt with the bank or become very much at the limit of their facilities and it just makes it that much harder for them to find breathing space to put a turnaround place um, into play. And so the really the key to success there is early intervention because success once you're into the workout area can be difficult. It is achievable, but it takes a lot of proactivity uh, and fairly uh, strong changes within the business for that to be able to take place. And that early intervention message is something that we've heard time and time again on this uh, on this podcast series. And that was your premiere. That was your first time on the Vantage Performance Podcast. I think you did pretty well, Matt. We'll get you back on again. Thanks for your time. Thank you. So Matt is a client director at Vantage Performance. See, they all know their stuff there. And that's it for this time. Uh, we'll be back again very soon with another edition of the Vantage Performance Podcast. I'm Phil Dobby. I'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.